0: You are now listening to The Efficacy of Truth with Brother Woods here on Atta Church Radio. to another episode of I almost said that I almost said the name of our other podcast another episode of advocacy um, of truth <laughs> I keep I keep thinking of the other one think on these things I've had that on my mind because we're working on it and uh, is that loud enough for you there brother you're getting out okay yeah, we're uh we're still adjusting to our new environs here, well the same environs but new situation uh of everything and so we've got everything moving and going along but um we'll be glad to see what the Lord does with it. Amen. Amen. So glad to be joined today by Brother Woods of course and Bishop Gray having both of these uh legendary brothers here in the podcast studio and uh, I'm I'm always glad to have those who have more wisdom and more uh, experience with God to, to come along and to share what Lord's laid on their heart or uh, give insight or give extra context to things, you know, for myself, uh, you know, only being uh, in the Lord for a couple years now uh, or going on two years, I guess um, it's, it's always interesting to hear, you know, the the things that God's showing and sharing with me. And then to hear somebody who's been with the Lord long and they're like, well, you know, I remember when I learned that lesson, you know, and then you know, kind of going along comparing notes and, um, So that's part of the reason I enjoy this podcast so much. But such a blessing to have you all in here today, brothers.
1: It's good to be be with you. Good to be.
0: Did you have something on your heart, brother? A direction you want to take?
2: Yes, sir. I I called, uh, let me get my thing history here. (laughs) I called Bishop this morning. Uh, I was looking through some things that we had been going over before, Brother Sam. Mm -hmm. And uh, it fell on my heart to, to call Bishop and I asked him to come on board. <clears throat> to assist us, uh, I'm going to go back through some things that we had had prior to the uh, uh, my marriage, and mm-hmm. 2 weeks sabbatical, and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of talk we we discussed in times past about situations and <clears throat> current events. I'm kind of a stickler for current events because <laughs> I see a lot of things that's happening in the world that, that directly relate to the Word of God. And when we look at what's going on in the world, I'm even more convinced, and maybe even more people are getting more convinced, that this, these things that are happening and the way things are going in the world, generally, are all coming up under the auspice of God. Mm. Nobody can escape the Word of God. It's going right. to be what it is. If He says it's going to be a certain way, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it's going Amen. to be. Now I know some, some people, we take issue uh, with certain things as far as global warming and what have you, and, and then that, that's okay. I, I, uh, you know, we can never tell what flavor it's going to be tomorrow or next week. But there's one thing that I have come to understand: God is true in every essence of things that He has spoken. Mm-hmm. And I kind of right. like to, I kind of like to lead off with, uh, when we go, there could be a many, many things that attribute to things we see happening today, as far as weather and uh, the different things that are happening in nature. But when we look at the word of God, it's emphatically clear that he, no matter what we say or what spin and other people put on it, he's in charge and he's overseeing everything that, that, that goes on. I Mm kind of like to open up and go to, uh, I was looking at, um, Romans chapter 8, verses 19 through 23. If someone could read that for me, Brother Sam or uh, Bishop.
1: For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God.
2: Amen. Amen. <clears throat> uh, and For let me a companion script, FC, that's what I say, uh, verses uh, 19 through 23. Okay,
1: let me go on then. Uh, for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the firstfruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body. Hmm.
2: And I'd like to have a companion scripture, if we may. Uh, Jeremiah, the 12th chapter and the 4th verse.
1: my 12 and four. Yes, sir. How long shall the land mourn and the herbs of every field wither for the witness of them that dwell therein? The beasts are consumed and the birds because they said, he shall
2: not see our last end. My Lord. Looking at it, looking at, looking at the uh, things that are happening now through the lens of what the, the the holy writ is saying and the word of God as for me uh, Bishop, Brother Sam this is a culmination of what we see today for the, the negligence, negligence of mankind hmm. sin has brought in a multitude of things on many levels that I don't think really people pay attention to I mean we as children of God pay attention to it we see it but others, it's happening right under their very nose. And I don't think they really uh, see the parameters that are starting to spread out more and more and more. Hmm. For myself, my opinion, mankind has totally obliterated his dominion. Hmm. And I mean totally obliterated. Little nuances that I hear on, hear on the news and not to be construed as, an opinion, but a fact. Mm-hmm. And we know that rivers and lakes and tributary, tributaries are drying up. Uh, Lake Mead, Lake Powell, these things are very, they're very real. I mean, there's not something that we can say is there. They—they—they. You know, they, they, this, this is really happening. You know, the water levels and everything are dropping. And here that people don't really realize the most precious resource we have besides our children is water. Right? Mm-hmm. Without it, Nothing can function. Every, right. cell and every cell in our body has a, <laughs> a, a minute uh, uh, amount of water. Mm-hmm. It can't function. It can't be reproduced. It can't do anything. Henceforth, we would just dribble up and die. Mm. And these things are very evident. Uh, I was reading something the other day, uh, brothers, and it. it uh, I'm going to get back to my, my original thought, but the Mighty Mississippi River mm-hmm. said that the tributaries that, the, that, that feed that river would with, with the lack of rain, so and the drought in certain areas has contributed to that mighty river becoming uh, almost unworkable for transportation of barges mm. and goods and services. It said the water level had dropped so low that actual seawater, where it deposits in the mouth of, of, of the ocean, where the Mississippi River, the mouth of the ocean, deposits in the ocean. It said it happens from time to time, but now it's at dangerous levels. That seawater is creeping back up the Mississippi, hmm. getting you know salinity and salty. Therefore, we know that when those things happen, we know the aquatic life around the rivers and things they're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. So we we know that these things, when God does a thing. He does it in a fashion, and and my my perspective is, uh, brethren, that he's trying to get a message mm. to his people, the, yeah. the the people at large. And then, uh, the other day, I want I've got something I want to read here. If you if you mm-hmm. allow me to, brothers, and I want to make a comment on it. Uh, our last our last session with uh, Brother Sam, when we were talking, and I had enumerated a few things. That uh, I was paying attention to. There have been a severe weather mm-hmm. around the world. Uh, droughts, mm-hmm. not only in the US, but in China and the UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wars, we see those happening even with uh, Ukraine and Russia. Then we have the, the thing with Taiwan and China, you know, and this back and forth, Pakistan and yeah. different border uh, disputes. Economic trouble. Social ills, pestilence, disease. Mm-hmm. These things are running rapid. And we, we know just, I'm not a scientist, but everything that around us, we're, we're symbiotic with it. Mm. Every, every, the, the, the things we can't, the, the visible and the invisible, the, the microbes and bacteria on our, on our skin that have to be there to for, you know, to, 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 to be healthy. We have good bacteria, bad bacteria. Right. These things, you know, with even with sin, God is taking care of us. And I'm 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 amazed that uh, someone would try to discount the word of God as being of none effect. Right. It's it's quite the opposite. It has it, it has everything to do oh, with what, what's going on. Uh, let's see here. I did, a, I did a little quick in-depth study and on ocean currents. Well, they keep saying, uh, and this is all related to the Word of God, uh, they keep saying that uh, the, the Arctic ice, sea ice is melting. Uh, uh, around Greenland, that ice is melting. Well, even if you didn't just ascribe to global warming, warming, it's melting. Hmm. And the melting of that sea ice, we know this raising, will raise the, the level of water around coastal regions not flooding but raising the water levels it also adds too much fresh water to the oceans and that has a negative effect and the negative negative effect that i was looking at was and uh, and i just got this uh oceanic currents and i heard this a while back but i really i said i'm gonna look at it a little closer Because of now, Mm. uh, it's more prevalent because things are just happening all around these things. Oceanic uh, currents act as a conveyor belt, Mm -hmm. this is what they say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it says here uh, currents slowly turn water in the entire ocean from top to bottom, the Mm -hmm. entire ocean. It is somewhat like a giant conveyor belt moving warm surface waters downward. And forcing cold nutrients and, and cold nutrient rich waters upward. Hmm. For many, uh, for for much fresh water in the uh, too much fresh water in the ocean means that this conveyor belt loses its momentum. That is uh, that is happening in uh, the Arctic and in places in Greenland. Hmm. Carbon dioxide is more soluble, they moves that carbon dioxide because it takes that carbon dioxide down and distributes it, it to this conveyor, and this is over the whole world from the the the, the, the Pacific to the Atlantic, mm-hmm. is uh, definitely moving at all times. Huh. Carbon dioxide is in this uh, conveyor conveyor better because it helps it, it helps it to flow. As it is more soluble in cold water, so at high so at high latitudes where surface cooling occurs, carbon dioxide laden water sinks to the deep ocean. And becomes part of the deep ocean circulation conveyor belt, where it stays. Now get this, for hundreds of years.
3: Hmm.
2: They uh, they had a thing just the other day about snow crabs. Mm-hmm. Snow crabs, I guess, in Alaska, they had to call off the fishing event or the harvesting of snow crabs because they all disappeared. Hmm. Most of them disappeared. Because cold, uh, snow crabs, they need those cold water nutrients to survive. Mm. They, they, they started off in uh, 2018. There was 11.7 billion snow crabs in the Alaskan Ocean wow. or the Bering Sea. Hmm. Now they're down to, what the, the researchers say, 1.7 billion. Hmm. Now, not only is that significant in the fact that nature is it, it, what is included, nature is being uh, devastated by man's actions, for being uh, decimating the, the 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 weather, the uh the, the land really.
3: Mm.
2: Now the fishing industry in Alaska, that's their bread and butter,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that that affects them, the fishermen. It affects everything down that chain. Mm-hmm. Hence the economy, and we talked about the economy can be wrecked. Who would think that, would- that this would wreck an economy? And it just that it just keeps dovetailing. Mm. All the droughts that we're happening, the farmers and you know the drought crops are going to get more expensive. I saw one thing in the in the news the other day that if you're going to be using anything tomato based or tomatoes, that's going to go up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what I'm seeing here, everything is everything is symbiotic. Mm. No matter what we you know be taken for granted, but God has purposely put everything in a balance. And we mm-hmm. talked about that last night. This is what triggered me. to <laughs> Because not only do we, we see that we need that in our natural life, but in our spiritual life. Right. Oh man! Yeah. If we don't have balance, mm-hmm. you know, and we're symbiotic one one member with the other with another, as well as our bodies, we're not symbiotic with each other, and hold to that word of truth. Just think of the erosion and the devastation that could happen in the spiritual life, like oh, in the natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh mm-hmm. yeah!
1: Absolutely, and it's happening. Right. It's, uh, as the scripture said, you know, there would come a day when men would not endure sound doctrine, but they would heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And we're in that state. We're in that day now. Hmm. And, um, as one person said just recently, I thought it was so beautiful how they said there is connection between heaven and earth. yes. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Mm -hmm. You can't have one without the other. Mm -hmm. And what you do down here on earth, it it affects what's going on. It can affect what's going on with you in heaven Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like the Lord's prayer, give us this day our daily bread and, and forgive us our debt. And then it goes on to say, as it be on earth, as it is in heaven, Mm -hmm. there is a connection just like Jacob, whenever Jacob laid down his head upon the rock, God opened his eyes and he saw that ladder going to and fro, the angels ascending and descending, having commerce with the earth. There is a direct connection between heaven and earth. Mm. And when we get out of balance with heaven, then we're we're out of balance on earth. Right. And that's why it's so important for people to know there's a connection between God's word and the whole universe and his creation. Amen. Tell me about it. And with sin, sin has just uh, as one person taught, and I, uh, Brother Haywood, I believe it was, whenever Satan was cast into the earth, when God cast him out, it caused upheaval on earth. Um, it, uh, the teaching was that, you know, there were dinosaurs at that point. But whenever God cast Satan out of the earth, it caused an upheaval on earth. And that's what happened to the dinosaurs and all that. Yes, yeah, yes. And uh, yes. We, we see that sin affects more than just natural. It's a spiritual event. Right. And we know that God has prophesied and let us know that there were going to be some, you, uh, the Antichrist is going to try to change times and seasons. And seasons. Mm-hmm. But the Lord said they would continue until he comes. And this right. is, this is I, I always have, you know, I take umbrage with the modern day uh, climate people because... God said he would never flood the earth again. That's right. You know, so it's it's not going to happen. They're saying we're going to have flooding. No, we're not because God said we're not. But there is a direct correlation between mankind and his creation because God created Mm -hmm. it for man. Right. Right. And we see that the, as you read, the the whole earth is is just in travail because it's the time is coming to fruition. You Mm. know, the dealings of God with mankind is winding down. Mm -hmm. And we see that man of sin, I believe he's around. He's around. And he's going to expose himself. And so, uh, you know, the whole earth is being affected by what's going on because it's it's playing out. God's, God's word is just playing out right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you said, you know, people are just oblivious, just like in Noah's day. Yes. Uh, they didn't have, a, the animals didn't have a fear of man, but... Why would all these animals just come on their, on their own to, to where Noah was building the ark? Mm-hmm. You know, what was wrong with that generation? They couldn't say, what are these giraffes and <laughs> elephants and rhinos <laughs> and, you know, all these cows and dogs mm. and all this dif- different forms of, why are they all coming here? But they were so self-absorbed in their sinful lifestyle mm. that they didn't pay attention until it was too late. Too yeah. late. You know, yeah. once Noah, and the beautiful thing, of course, you've heard it, I'm sure, that God had known his sons and their wives go into the ark and he waited seven days before he shut the door. Seven days. He gave seven days of extra grace per adventure. Yes. Somebody would say, you know what? I think I believe him mm. and I'm going to get on that ark." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But God in his mercy, you know, see, he's, he's waiting for the fruit of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why he hasn't come because He's not willing that any should perish Amen. Any. but that all should come to Hallelujah. repentance Amen. and that's come that's on, why man. we see when you go out and you deal with people there is a difference. I've been in church now 40 some years and a lot of people are hungry. it didn't it didn't used to be this way. Come on now and God's you know he's people's hearts are, are being stirred and, and with all this pandemic that we had just came through, uh, you know, people are recognizing there is something going something on. Something going on, mm. and they can feel there's something going on in the atmosphere. Mm. And a lot of people are looking to God because they know uh, a lot of people been told there would be an end time, and uh, taught through different churches there's going to be an end My time. So I think some people are more cognizant. And you see, the whole society is out of culture. You know, we've gone away from God's design. We've gone away from oh, God's yes. plan of one man and one woman in a family oh, yes. unit. Mm-hmm. And we see the devastation of drugs and, and uh, you know, one-parent families and the kids just just out there, not even in orbit anywhere. They're just wandering stars. And we can see what uh, the devastation that it's had on our society. Mm. You know, it, children are suffering. Families are suffering because... Uh, the lawlessness, you know, uh, come on now. the devil doesn't want, uh, mankind to be obedient to God, <laughs> right? you know, right. and he's come, but to what, to kill, to steal and destroy. Mm-hmm. And that's the devil's main purpose. And so we see that when you get, break that relationship with God, with Adam and Eve, when they broke that relationship, when they sinned, God's, sent him out of the garden and life changed for them. And it was not for the better, right? No, it you know, when the Lord told Adam said, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to work from the sweat of your brow for your bread. Yeah, it know. was a complete different situation. And then of course, with sin entered in sorrow, it entered in sickness. They never knew what a sickness was in the garden. And then when they had their son Cain kill Abel, how, how horrible that must've felt to them to feel that pain because they were both My their Lord. children, and to know that one murdered another and, and all these things that have entered into to mankind's existence just because disobedience. Mm. And so it is even with, in individual people's lives. If you've walked with God and you walk away from God, it, it's not a path you want to take. It's, no. it's, it, the pathward is down. It spirals ever downward, and the devil lies to people. And uh, tells them, oh, you're in bondage. You know, If you're in the church, you're in bondage because you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, he's lying to them because mm-hmm. we really have liberty. But hey, when man. you get on his court, you'll find out what true bondage really is. Right. True bondage, right. true, right. true yeah. bondage, yeah. And the balance of nature, you know. Uh, we, we've got to have that balance as we walk with God because God's word, it, it's a lamp to our feet, it's a light to our path, but it balances us mm-hmm. because you can go, there's those that, as I read a scripture this morning, they take the scriptures and they rest them to their own destruction. Mm-hmm. Unstable mm-hmm. and unlearned people. That's why Christianity sometimes has gotten such a bad name because you have people that don't really have God's spirit in them and they read this and they, they just go off on a tangent, you know, and it's it's not what God wanted them to have. My Lord. You know, they think, well, okay, mm. like the cult out there in Arizona, my wife told me about it was a bunch of older folks led by an older lady and their their mantra was never die. If you eat this way and do this way, you'll never die. Mm. And it was going good till the leader died. <laughs> <laughs> See. So mm-hmm. you know, you've got to have that balance in the word of God, you know, because Absolutely. if we're not if we're not if we're novices we can Take a scripture and woo goes clear out at left field with it. When there's when there's some other things that's going to pull pull you back to center, pull you back into God's will. You know what I'm saying? I
2: don't know, I don't know if it's. I've often heard it, but I, I, I haven't really researched it. But it uh, kind of fit. It says, "But uh, well, like we have zeal, but that Ephraim's like a cake, burned up on one side and undone on mm. the other." Mm. The, the, the fact of it is that we we talk about that a lot about that balance, neither to the right or the left. Uh, we have the ideology of uh, the far right or the far left or the near far, but right. if it's anything short of center mass, center, mm-hmm. it's, it's left of God and right of God, and it's the wrong way. And it's never going to be the right way unless it's centered and balanced. Uh, I, had, I had a thought for Brother, Brother Sam, since he's into eschatology, and I think it's a sixth chapter of Revelation, where uh, in about the fourth verse, where it talks about a measure of wheat for a penny. Uh, about uh, it's a measure of wheat for a penny, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, sixth, it's a sixth chapter where it talks about the black horse mm-hmm. and scales. Well, I, I, I'm looking at that, and it talks about that's that's really commerce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it has it has it has to do with economics. Sure. The fact mm-hmm. of it is that, and here again, I'm trying to bring it back to this point that the things that are happening is really putting a pressure we're talking about uh and in inflation and recession where we know prices are going to start soaring you know mm-hmm. I mean? and we we see this really hits the pocketbook i was I was looking here again I was reading and uh, it said that uh places like uh Aldi save a lot you know what I mean and the places where you get you know you get goods but you get food. Mm-hmm and they said they were doing the, they said they found out that a lot of people that go into all these are the $100,000 a year people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, it's, nobody's immune. Mm-hmm. No. No amount, of I mean, you see, no amount of money that a person can have can, can back you up when things start getting stripped mm-hmm. away of the natural up. land, yeah. fruits, vegetables, yeah. wheat, barley, milk, mm-hmm. different things. It says that the Mississippi was so low that the barges can't transport. We're getting stuck on sandbars. This is this is just last week. Hmm. It said one barge can move as much as 134 semis. Whoa. What's that tell you? I mean one barge. And they're stuck, they can't they can't trans, you know, they can't they, they can't get anywhere to get the goods and services to get the goods to where they need to go, and their trucks are just sitting. Here it is. That's a domino effect, uh, and I bring what I bring back. What someone told me one time, he says, "God can whip you. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't need no switch." Mm-hmm. Right. There's right. a lot of things that are going on that I feel that God is getting wants to get the attention of right. the masses. Like you said, exactly. people are hungry. So, what does it take? What does it take to stir us up? You know, mm-hmm. to really like, you know, mm-hmm. get yeah. up, yeah. you know Amen. what I mean? Wake up! You know what's going Amen. on? Sir?
1: Well, we know too that God's word said there's going to be a one world government Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how this comes to pass, God will, it'll, it'll happen. How it's going to happen. We don't know, Mm -hmm. but you know, just all throughout history and God's word, you know, God has orchestrated things to make things happen just like in the siege of Samaria. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were so starving that they were selling pigeon droppings Mm -hmm. now that's pretty bad. Pretty bad. They were, you know, even pretty bad. somebody eating their own child. That's bad. That's pretty bad. And uh, then when God prophesied that, you know, the next day, wheat and barley would be sold for so much, so cheap. And, and the king's aide said, should such a thing be if the, God would open the windows of heaven? And the prophet said, Hallelujah. well, you're, go- you're going to see it, but you won't partake of it. Mm. And it just looked like an impossibility. But those four lepers that went to the, the camp of the enemy and and. God had caused them to to hear a multitude coming. They they, they left everything. Mm. They just left it all and here are these four lepers. Man, they're uh, God brought <laughs> it to pass. They're sitting at the gate and said, "Well, if we stay here, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Well, if we go there, w- we may die, but you know, at least we'll have a chance." So they went and they found all this. And man, they're just living it up, <laughs> eating and then one of them said, "Uh-uh, oh, we don't do well. We're out here just living it up, and that whole city's starving. We'd better go back and tell them." And when they did, of course, they went out and checked it out. Their story was valid. All that food for the army came into the city. The gates were open, and the next day, just as the man of God said, mm-hmm. just like God said it Amen. was going to be. Right. And the aid, the king's aid, he sought, and he got trampled to death by the people <laughs> trying to get to it. Mm-hmm. So whatever God says is going to happen, and we know, uh, just like when the pandemic, uh, and, and I, you know, I, I do personally believe that you know it was made in. Uh, Lab in mm-hmm. Wuhan, I believe that, but uh, it was just kind of a trial run, I think, for the antichrist. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. believe that because when it started, I thought there's something there's something different about this, mm-hmm. there, was, there was a different, there's a spiritual aspect to mm-hmm. this, and so how God's going to bring it to pass, how it's going to come to pass. See, we know God's going we to go. have His way, there right. we go. but as the church, we we're looking to seek and save that which is lost. We mm-hmm. don't know how much time we have to yes, work, sir. right. Because the night comes when no man can work because we saw how quickly the government just shut everything Mm -hmm. down, Mm -hmm. shut churches down worldwide. Mm -hmm. So we we got to work while it's day. I know there's those that have labored in under communist regimes and they still were able to evangelize, but not to the near the point that we have the liberty. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I remember one missionary said in Russia they would have to you could only get take one person one time. They would take them far out to the country and pray with them. If they didn't get the Holy Ghost, they didn't get a second chance because they couldn't chance it because mm-hmm. it was you know the espionage and, and the yes. spying. Yeah. You know they feared for their lives and so they could only try to give person one chance. Mm. And uh, so we've we've got a we've got an open door Ooh. here, Amen. And as My the Lord. church, we just better walk through it, Amen. And, My Lord. And all these other things are helping the church to say, see, see, this is happening. See, this is happening. Jesus is coming and that helps you know for people to see it real time it's not like it was back in the 50s when everything was just fine and dandy and you know they did a little bit of cold war but nothing like what's going on today
0: yeah Mm. yeah yeah amen and then uh, you know with that it's just making me think with that uh, king's assistant who got trampled you know you can't get in the way of the word of the Lord no. I mean, if you try to, you will be crushed. You will be overrun. <laughs> and that's what we see with end times, you know, eschatology, uh, prophecy. That's what we see with things that are about the end times church is that God's going to have his way.
2: Yes, His is.
0: things are going to come to pass in the way he wants them to, in the yes, timing he, he wants is. them to. And no matter how much we might say, well, that doesn't fit my map that I figured out or that doesn't, you know, whatever, God's God's going to make it happen. And uh, that's, you know, going back to where you started from, you know, talking about, you know, God's in charge, but man is a steward. Man's a steward of the things that God has delivered to us. And one of the greatest things he's delivered to us is the word. And so we're a steward to learn that, to know it, to understand the word of the Lord, to heed when we hear Mm -hmm. God speak, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, the spirit speaking to us or in the scripture that he's already written down. That's our responsibility: is to know that, is to have it in mind. So then, when these as these things do happen, and Jesus Himself said, He said, said, "You know, beware! You know, I'm telling you, I'm telling you ahead of time. So you're not going to be, you know, because it's not like all of this is happening. Like, what's going on? You know, where are we going to go? What's going to, you know, we just have to trust, but have no idea. God actually gave a lot of instruction and a lot of leading on the things, the kinds of things we're going to endure, the kinds of things we're going to see happening, what's going to come to pass." You know the uh, we tend to point to specific instances. You know it made me think of in the book of Revelation when it talks about the um, river being dried up to yes. make way for the kings of the east, and you know you can go a bunch of different directions with mm-hmm. interpreting that, but that is not the only time something like that will happen necessarily. That's just one that he wrote down to Amen. say here's you know here's a moment Amen. that you can peg, you know in in time, but if that kind of thing is happening we're going to be seeing that kind of thing everywhere you know wars rumors of wars earthquakes mm-hmm. in diverse places mm-hmm. you know what does that even mean earthquakes in places that we may never have seen an earthquake before mm-hmm. you know those kind of things uh, we're not unawares we're not left in the dark we're not uh, you know confused by what's going on and if anything you know the church the true church is like oh this is it like we're oh yeah over there i see that you know that was that was right here you know that that's that's it's like checking the weather report and then seeing it happen you know ahead of time and that's our stewardship at this point, you know. Is okay. The time is short. We have the gospel. Oh yeah. Minister the gospel and look up because salvation is drawing nigh.
2: Amen. I, <clears throat> I was looking at one commentator. Uh, <clears throat> I was thinking maybe it's kind of iffy, but it, but the way he had it, it gave it a lot more credence to what you just got to saying, brother Sam. Hmm. Is that uh, from the birth of Christ until? his coming, the end times started mm. with him being born. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that put it in that respect, it's a lot closer than people really realize. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because and here again, we see so much. And I, I that's anybody listening, the Holy Ghost is the epitome of understanding and Amen. and knowing God and being able to deal with what's going on. And God does talk to his ministers, his pastors, his bishops. In a, in a way that they're forewarned and reheralded to the people that, you know, there's the change coming. And then you see this great influx of people that are being moved on oh by God. This is all relevant. Mm-hmm. And it's all happening today. I've never seen a day, I've been around and just had a birthday, what, September. But when I was a kid, you didn't see it like it is today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to, to really think that there could be a danger of no water.
3: Mm.
2: Can you imagine the chaos? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're fighting now oh, in yeah. places over water, and water rights.
3: Mm-hmm. Some yeah. of those,
2: some of those agricultural men and and, and companies, you know, they're 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 very they're very disturbed about they're going to have the water ration. Then mm-hmm. what's going to happen with the productivity? I mean, yeah. that that's that's cascades and you know it comes right back to the word of God. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: and then there's. A, those like China who built so many dams yes. that they're affecting water rights to like Vietnam. Mm. Yes. You know, a lot of these rivers. Yes. yes, And, uh, you know, as I was, uh, speaking to someone just recently, you know, when, when I might've been pastor, when we as man, just like China has done several things that they tried to play God and get involved oh, yes in what did. God has put in, in nature's yes, balance, uh, just like the sparrow you know, Mao Zedong felt like those Chinese sparrows was eating too much of their grain. And so he put a moratorium on them, so everybody's killing sparrows, so they get, you know, their little points or whatever he remunerated them for. So they almost decimated the Chinese sparrow. And then the next year, they thought they were going to get a bumper crop, and their crop was miserable because what they didn't realize is those sparrows were eating the insects and the pests that would affect their crop. Mm. So it was a true ob- object yeah. lesson in life that you cannot mess around with what God has put Amen. out and not get negative consequences. Right. always. Right. Just like uh, their one-child policy.
2: They came back to Biden.
1: Yes. Mm. I mean, and so many of those people aborted their girl babies, they all wanted a boy because in that culture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the male child is to be, that's what was desired. And so now they have so many males and they don't have w- wives for them mm-hmm. because of that policy. Mm-hmm. So you know, if we get involved trying to play God, we get in trouble oh, yeah
2: we we had we, we had a segment on that too, and the uh, what the culmination was an aging population that nobody to replace the workers mm-hmm. you, know, you, you know I mean they build these cities, ghost cities, you know there's nobody to go there because uh the, the, because of the population aging and the, what I'm understanding the women they don't want to be married and they don't want to have children now that they've done it so long becoming it's becoming that like part of their lifestyle I mean, mm-hmm. we don't want, we don't want kids they're giving them incentive to have two kids now you know <laughs> but, yeah. see, but it was that edict from uh, the government like you said trying to play God you know no multiply and replenish the earth right mm-hmm. <laughs> amen
1: yeah we we just got to lean on God's word and because uh, we know that if we're obedient if we're willing and obedient we'll eat the good of the land. There you go. And as the church we want to do God's will because we know he's going to catch he's going to have a bride out of every nation, mm-hmm. every tribe, every people Speak it. and uh, we just want to do whatever God calls us to do let's do it with all of our might mm-hmm. because if God be for us, he's more than all that can be against Amen. us mm-hmm. And we we can see in the horizon you can see the yep. persecution. you can see the yep. dark clouds it's coming, coming yep. against it's the coming. church. It's and uh, uh, sometimes I've just blown away. No wonder, you know, the book of Revelation said that the church will cry out, even so, come Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because you see the things that are going on in the world and the earth and you think, where is people's minds? Mm-hmm. Amen. When they're putting litter boxes in schools for children that identify as animals. I mean, the administrators ought to be put in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. You know, to let uh, people uh, fantasize that they can be something that they weren't created to be, mm-hmm. and my, that that's my, all my. directly relates to how Satan's going to try to change everything. into right. crisis. going to try to change times and seasons and all this mm-hmm. business, and and uh, it, it's just the further away you get from God, the more diverse and and horrible Ooh, it yes. gets. You know, and how sad it is that children are being brainwashed and manipulated and used. Uh, you know, a lot of this stuff it comes from culture. It's, it's being pumped, you know, through the music, through the entertainment, through the movies, into these kids. You know, because you, you get, uh, you know, what you feed on is mm-hmm. what you become. And uh, there's a lot
2: of bad stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, I believe that, <clears throat> and here again, this is me speaking, but uh, if this gives credit to what God says about harming little ones. There, maybe there's going to be a special place in hell for anybody that manipulates or hurts a child mm-hmm. or does that child harm or doesn't bring that child up in some kind of admonition of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily holiness, but right and wrong. Mm-hmm. But then again, they don't have a concept of right and wrong because there's no holiness, there's no God right right. in their life. Right. right. This is a being grounded and rooted in truth.
3: Mm hmm.
2: That's the preeminence. We that yep. this, this is this is the 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 benchmark of everything that we're uh, living for God for the, the the foundation living for truth. Without truth, there's nothing else matters. Right. Mm-hmm. Without truth, nothing else will matter. It, it all just turn to dung, as Paul said. You know, that's it. without truth. I thank God for truth and the Holy Ghost. Amen.
1: That's, Amen. That's 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 right. Because without truth, if everything becomes relative. Then nothing matters. Yeah. Mm. As one man said, if if there isn't a God, nothing matters. Mm. But if there is a God, <laughs> everything matters. God
2: Almighty. Amen. So,
1: yeah. and there is a God, and there is, and He does have truth. Yes. And, and without His truth, we're floundering. We're, we're lost. Mm. But with His truth, oh, we can Jesus, see, yeah. and we can know the path that we need to take. Amen. Right. Yeah. And that's what this generation, these young people, they're looking. They're searching. Oh, yeah. They're, they want direction. They want truth. And uh, they don't want just the status quo, but they want... Uh, most people are, are wanting truth. And even in the church, you know, we see a division, you know, there's because there would uh, come a time when people wouldn't endure sound doctrine. But I believe, and my pastor always taught me, God's saints want what's right. Mm-hmm. They want what's right. They don't Hallelujah. want just to be entertained. They don't want their ears tickled. They want... What's right. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Because they love truth. If you love God, you you love truth. Right. And you want what is right. You Mm. want what is true. Right. Because it feeds your soul. And it's the whole universe was set up by God (laughs) with truth. (laughs) Yep. Amen. And the whole (laughs) this earth is just waiting in store by that same word. Right. By that truth. And when you know the truth, what does it do? It makes you free. Free, Amen. it sets you free. Hallelujah. And it's so wonderful. That's why when they train bank tellers they uh, for counterfeits, they give them the real article to study. And that's how they, once they learn that real $20 bill, when a fake one comes, they say, mm-mm. <laughs> they give them extra tools, the pens and stuff, but they, they usually have them study the real article. See? And that's why God's people say, wait a minute, mm-mm. Yeah. There's there's something just not right there, mm. you know, mm. and and God gives you the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, a real article. Sometimes you, <laughs> wait a minute, there's there's something just that's just not quite the certain yeah. sound. Amen. Oh amen. yeah, you, you know, you, you and, and that's the beauty of a beauty of walking with God. Oh, he amen. loves us enough that He's going to lead us, mm-hmm. and He's going to guide us just like a shepherd does his sheep. Mm-hmm. You know this, right? Amen. And He said, "My sheep know My voice, and another they will not Almighty. follow."
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'd
1: like to see that. They tell me that when they had several shepherds that all their sheep would be in, mm-hmm. you know, grazing on the in on the in the valley and then the shepherds would begin to call
3: mm-hmm. their
1: own particular fox and they would just all divide yeah. and go with that shepherd. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. Oh, I Lord. think that's pre- probably pretty neat to see. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I've I've seen a video of that actually, uh I think it was in England somewhere or Ireland and a bunch of people standing by the fence there, and he would even show them. You know, here's how I call them, and they'd all try calling the sheep. And sometimes the sheep would look over at him, but they didn't respond. And then him, all he had to do was just a little hip, like just barely starting to call, it, and they all just turned, <laughs> they came running because they knew, like, wait, we got to go, we got to listen to that one. Beautiful, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. Beautiful. God Almighty. Praise God. Amen. Well, we're so thankful for the voice of the shepherd that we have, oh, the Holy yes. Spirit, that we have the Word. That God has not left us in the dark. God has not left you us without uh, the pattern of godliness. Uh, you know, as we look at God's arranged and created the universe, as we look at how he's set everything in motion and and put things in such a perfect balance, he then tells us in the book, he then shows us by the Spirit, okay, now here's how you conform to that. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to spend your life stumbling against all of the Amen. obstacles of when you do things right. the wrong way. So. We're so thankful for that, um, for the ministry that God is, is doing here in the church, that um, this church is uh, is growing, God's increasing it, God's oh, blessing Lord. the work that's oh, being Lord. done here. We're so uh, thankful for that, excited to see, um, oh, I yeah. think I see that almost every podcast episode, it's exciting to see what God did this week, because he always does something, <laughs> yeah. and
1: he's always got something else planned. Hallelujah. So, um, brothers, have anything else you want to add? I was just going to say, as far as balance, mm-hmm. it came to me, mm-hmm. how God created the family, he, he created them male and female, mm-hmm. and that in itself is a balance in the home amen. because a man is strong. Mm-hmm. A man is usually very analytical, mm-hmm. but then you have the softer side. You have the woman who is is nurturing, who is caring for those children. You know, So you have both in that home, and that strikes a balance that children need. They mm-hmm. need the firm hand from their father, but oh, they amen. also need – that loving hand from their they need mm-hmm. that law of kindness in their mother's tongue. We, mm-hmm. we need that yes and mm-hmm. that's that's a beautiful example of how God strikes a balance mm-hmm. even in the church you know there's got to be uh, yes there's got to be good strong standards but yet there's got to be a loving kind concern mm-hmm. and it just strikes that balance and that's we as humans that's what we need mm-hmm. and Amen. God designed us that way you know that's true and, Amen. and how beautiful it is you
2: know that's true praise, praise God. God yeah We discussed many times uh, the uh, LGBTQ plus community and how it it took off like a forest fire and it just ran out of control. Uh, Their lifestyle is their own, but when they tried to bleed it over into other people's lives, Christians that didn't want to hear or, or cosign their lifestyle, and then they, they got mad. That's when you knew very much it was everything satanically influenced mm. because there, there's so much of it all over the world oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's getting worse. And here again, uh, it's not a Chinese thing that they had one child born and then you deplete the population. They're taking our children out in, in, in mass because they don't know what gender they are. Or, mm. You know, they show. Commercial after commercial of just ungodly things. You you just see things that are just just putrid to the to to the mind. Mm-hmm. And you think you never would see things are just uh, they're they're just running rampant. You know, mm-hmm. and but we know that even with that uh, even with that that mindset of homosexuality, God can tap and draw a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 mildred Boyd's son. He was drawn out of homosexuality and never did go back. Amen. He never did go back. Thank Guarded God. and had four kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. And that's just another sign of the times. Jesus yes, said, "As it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be in the days of the coming of Son of Man." Mm-hmm. And He knew what He was talking about. Oh yeah. For years, you know, they quoted that scripture, and you didn't see the evidence of it. Mm-hmm. But today, we see the evidence. Oh, yes. But God's still going to have a church, Amen. He's yes, going he to have is. a church Amen. in this day. He's got He's got people everywhere that haven't bowed their knee to right. bail Hallelujah! Praise God! Praise <laughs> the Lord!
0: Amen. Well, if you want to come and join together and worship with those who have not bowed their knee, we, we meet here at Atta Church five times a week now. Whether it's here at the East Campus or at the South Campus, we got services on Sunday morning, Sunday evening, uh, and Sunday afternoons at the South Campus, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So, um, stop by. Here, we're at one eleven forty East 10th Street, or you can hop on our website, at church.org And uh, you can always follow us as well on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we post stuff up there as well.
1: And the South Campus is 2415 Main Street in Beach Grove. In Beach Grove. Yes. Because, amen. Amen.
0: So, praise the Lord. Good. So good to have both of you brothers on today. Good, good to, to have you back, always. Brother Woods, back in the yes. saddle here. Amen. <laughs> um, praise God, and, and uh, we're excited to see what God's doing in your life as amen. well. Yes. And so we're we're very thankful to be a part of this ministry. And as always, we thank everyone for joining us. And God bless. Amen.
3: You are listening to your Apostolic Radio, radio. at a church radio.